Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. To get it together, trying to help their fellow man, hoping we can make it better. Do you really think we can? Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, gosh, I I didn't think I would be saying that again so soon. But it just seems like every year I get older, um, it came quicker. And uh, I just can't believe how fast time uh, just runs right by these days. Um, But I guess that's just a a factor of of a senior moment. But, um, hey, it's exciting to be with the catch. It's exciting to be looking at uh, the month of December and uh, getting getting ready for Christmas once again. We've been uh, we we've been doing a lot of thinking and talking uh, this December about a question, a very interesting question that was actually first posed in the movie "It's a Wonderful Life." And I think I can't think of probably anybody in Western civilization that has, hasn't been exposed to that movie. I'm certain there are people who haven't, but but most of the people who would have computers and would be online and those kinds of folks um, have been. Uh, I'm certain uh, exposed to the movie. It's a Wonderful Life where George Bailey um, tries to take his life at the opening scenes uh, the be- near the beginning after we, we learn a little bit about what his life was like. Um, and uh, uh, Clarence the Angel uh, saves him, uh, actually saves him by making him save the Clarence uh, because he knows the kind of person that George is. And uh, very clever uh, twist right there. And and uh, then the angel shows, shows George what life would be like if he were never born and basically gives him his wish. And, uh, of course, you know how that turns out. Um, it turns out really poorly for the entire town of Bedford Falls. And, and so the end result is George discovers that his little life really did make a difference. And it's a great concept, a great thought, but we're applying it this month to Jesus. And we're thinking, okay, so what would the world be like if Jesus hadn't been born? And uh, for the end result of the opposite reason, obviously, to be able to appreciate even more why he was born and why he came and understand it and grasp it maybe in with even deeper significance is what we're trying to do here. 
And so tonight on Blog Talk Radio, um, I have invited our own, our guest to be our own, well, you just got to call him the voice of the catch, because that's what he is. He introduces this program, and uh, a lot of our videos and all of that stuff, uh, so uh, please welcome the voice of the catch, Gunnar Simonson. <laughs> Hello, John. Hello, catch. Good to be with you. The voice is <laughs> the voice is a little bit different tonight. It's a little bit on the rough side, uh, but uh, yeah. it's great to be here. Thanks, John. Good. You've been struggling a little with the cold, and uh, yeah, yeah, get, get the uh, voice like, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, I got to tell you, I love, I love um, you talking about it's a wonderful life, and you know, and asking that question. You know, um, what we're asking about that with, with Jesus, and I got to tell you. Um, um, it's a Wonderful Life is is one of, of my all time favorite films, and you know nowadays you can buy it on DVD, and it comes in a two D DVD set, one in black and white and one in color. And um, I couldn't oh. find my black and I, I couldn't find my black and white DVD, and all I had was the color version at home, and I just I refused to watch it. So I went online and I found out where <laughs> I could buy it on sale, and I went back to the store at Target and bought a new copy for ten bucks because I wasn't going to watch the color version. <laughs> So, uh, it just, I, I it just doesn't have the same feel. Huh? Yeah, it's just not it's, the same, you it's know. It's just not and, the uh, same, huh? No, no. And so, I mean, I I remember I went to a, a public screening of it one time, and um, and I think that they, uh, if I recall right, it was at a university, and they started playing the color version, and like half the students walked out. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're we're purists, I guess that's the, the right term. So, purists, but. Uh, but I love uh, what you're doing. I love I love using that as a backdrop, and you asking the question, where would we be if Jesus had never yeah. been born? Well, you know, there's so many different angles this could go in, and and that's uh, I'm having kind of fun with that because I'm trying to write. I'm, I'm writing every morning uh, a little bit about that and finding, you know, there's so many different things having to do with old covenant, new covenant. Uh, yeah. We'd never be out of the Old Testament, you know. We'd, we'd still be making sacrifices, and most of us would, <laughs> who are Gentiles, we would be outside the picture. We wouldn't even know. Who knows what we'd yeah. be doing? I yeah. mean, yeah. you know. So you can look at it that way, or you can get real personal and and say, well, if Jesus hadn't been born, then He wouldn't have come into my life, and the things that have yeah. happened to me would not have happened, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's where it gets really good and really personal. So uh, I know we were talking, Gunnar, and you said you you found a you found an article um, from a, a few years back in Christianity yeah. Today. You want to yeah. tell us something about that? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'll read a little bit from that. Matter of fact, on you know asking that same question, and um, and by the way, I love your mention there of like you know we never leave the Old Testament. You know, with the sacrifices and and uh, for our sins. And I think you wrote about that in one of your books. I think you had written, I was, I was getting my tires changed and I was reading one of your books um, years ago. And, uh, and the guy was like, would you people stop sinning? You know, cause there was just blood everywhere and there were the sacrifices. And I remember sitting there eating popcorn, waiting for my tires to be changed, laughing out loud, you know, and seeing the priest is like up to his ears with sacrifices. And um, it, it was, it was fantastic. 
and um, I got to remember, we got to get that book. We got to actually do a, a reading of that book next uh, of that chapter next week. But um, yeah, in Christianity, to, well, we we should we can we can do a public reading of it, um, and then a reenactment of that chapter. Um, but you know, the Christianity to Today uh, article, you know, um, there's a there's a, a paragraph in there I'd love to read and then get your take on because. I think one of the first things that right. I think of when you ask the question, where would we be if Jesus would ever be born? You know, one of the things that, I, that comes to me is we would be at just maybe just another just another religion and not a relationship and, and, and being yeah. able to know who God is. And this is what it says. Um, you know, if, if he, Jesus would never been born, we would not know what God is like from the beginning of human history, we've been hungry to know who God is, and God revealed what he is like by sending his son. That's why Isaiah wrote that God became Emmanuel, God with us. Otherwise, God would have no face, no ears, no heart that we could understand, because as Jesus said, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father, John fourteen nine, and I and the Father are one, John ten thirty. Then it finally says, if Jesus had not come on Christmas, we would have no knowledge of what God is like. We would not understand how he could identify with us and how we could relate to him. Mm. Wow. That's fantastic. Uh, where, uh, where do you yeah, go with I, that, John? And, well, I, I think if you go back and try to... I, I've, been, I've been trying to imagine what the Old Testament people knew about God and yeah and you know there is some definitely some revelation of God in the Old Testament yeah. mainly through through the law it's through the 10 commandments and through yeah. all of his laws that he left um you don't get you get some about the compassion and the mercy of God and mm-hmm. you get a lot about the judgment of God um yep. But the the mercy, you know, doesn't come to the average people. It seems to come mostly to the leaders, you know, because they're the yeah. ones who are talking to him. But I, I don't That's think right. the average Joe is talking to God like Moses did or like Elijah did or, you know. Um, so they got to know him, a few of them, in some pretty deep ways. But uh, the re- everybody else probably didn't have much of a clue. Yeah. And uh and more than anything it's that it's that it's that God that a lot of us actually a lot of people who aren't Christians think that that's what God that they have that kind of God. It's an Old Testament God. Yeah. He's mad. Yeah. He's uh yeah. you know, and he's going to get back at everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> and and we still live there, right? I mean, I mean, I mean. I talk to people every single day. We still live in a in an Old Testament mindset. I mean, it, it's 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 almost like how we live today is like we might as well. Jesus may have never been born anyway. So we're still enslaved, exactly. and we're still even as believers or confessed believers at times. Oftentimes, we're still enslaved to the Old Testament. I mean, of the Old Testament to the law, you know, and. um it's it's we, we I think that so many people are living in this way anyway. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, one of one of the most uh, uh, what what you read. One of the things that really hit me about that 
paragraph you read was mm-hmm. the way in which he identified with us. You know, I mean, we yeah. we can see we see so much about him, but look what he did. I mean, he he became one of us. He crawled inside yeah. our skin. He that's right. And then and the scripture says he was tempted in every way in which we are. And yep. so God isn't God isn't up in heaven going, Come on, stupid people. How dumb yeah. can you be? Get it together. Yeah. No, Jesus <laughs> has been inside and he he knows how tricked we can be by the enemy. And right. and he knows all the the nuances of of what it means to walk in our skin. I think that's that's amazing. Well, and and you know, and I and you, I think you you referred to it as well. And I think as the dialogue continues over the you know probably the next you know few weeks, this you know when this question gets really personal, and the different rabbit trails of yeah. life and the different things that we go on in life. But man, with if Jesus had never been born, you know, then G- Jesus would have never gone to the cross. And yeah, you know, and. You know, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. And, you know, and I think through my own life, you know, and um, and uh, it's, you know, it's going to be really fun and, uh, and, and to, to watch the, to the trajectory of this discussion over the next few weeks as we really go down that path. You know, and we yeah. go, boy, if Christ yeah. had never been born, what would my life be like? What would John Fisher be yeah. doing if you hadn't recorded <laughs> that song, you know, in, in 1967, you know, and all the stuff going on yeah. in the Jesus movement and the books and the songs and the brightest and the best and all of that? What would, where would, what would, what would have, what would have made of, what would have been of John Fisher? I have no idea. It's really hard. It's hard to imagine. Um, you know, it just it's it's impossible to imagine because uh, so much so much of my life is all around uh, Jesus and and yeah. and what he's done. And, and you know, if Jesus if Jesus hadn't come, then yeah. the Holy Spirit wouldn't have been here. Yeah. And uh, that is that's a big one because yeah. I can think back. To when God really moved personally in my life, uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's been a few times when I've really uh, experienced something real from from yeah. God in a in a just you know just a, a real impactful time. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, and I stop and think, gosh, that would not have happened. You know, yeah. I mean, I I walked. I, I walked around uh, as a as a senior in college um, in Chicago in a thirty degree temperature at three in the morning, thinking I was losing my mind, calling out to God, basically saying, "Look, this is this is the time. You gotta, you know, I, forget all the other times I called on you. This I, I really yeah. need it now. I'm losing." I'm losing my moorings. I'm losing track of reality. And, it, and, um, and you know what? The Holy Spirit came and touched me. And I, I, I was mm. given an incredible peace in my heart. Yeah. It just overcame mm. me. 
and said, yeah. and, and I knew what I was supposed to do. Go back to your room. Mm. Go to bed. I'm, I'm sure. here. I've got it under control. Don't, you know, it was just amazing. And I think if that hadn't happened, you know, if Jesus hadn't been here, the Holy Spirit wouldn't have been free to move in my life like that. See? Yeah. Because, because uh, uh, that's what that's what happened when he unlocked when he unlocked heaven to us. I mean, he yeah. he left the Holy Spirit, and and the Holy Spirit now can touch us in so many different ways. And imagine if that wasn't happening. Well, yeah. I mean, well, it's. You take you take the Holy Spirit out of the equation. You take Jesus out of the equation. Then how how would that change what we know about who God is? I mean, how would that change the very nature of God? I mean, does yeah. the whole thing unravel God, John, at that point? Does the whole thing yeah, unravel all the way to the beginning? I I think so. And and, and at that point, God is is very distant. And impersonal, and we're just guessing as yeah. to who he is, and the way he the way he deals with us is all based on the law and the old the old covenant. It's you know it's it's all yeah. done that way. If you, I mean, in the Old Testament it says that over and over. You know, if you if you walk in my ways. You will be blessed, and if you don't, yeah. you'll be cursed. Yeah. You know? And uh, good luck. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we'd be we would be truly crushed beneath the weight of our load and our and, and the sin. And um, you know, I mean, it's just uh, it changes the whole perspective, and, and that's just from the you know, creation and God and the spiritual you know, aspect of it all. I mean, then you could get into, and we'll probably get into this over time, the cultural impact of, of Christ on the arts and our, our calendar, our very calendars, right? And BC oh, yeah. and, and all of that. I mean, you know, everything really starts to change. But, you know, you know, John, you sharing that little bit of story about yourself there in college and all that, and I know we probably wanted to share a little of this maybe a little bit later on in our conversation, but you know, and I'm looking at right now the the lyrics to Oh Holy Night, and and there's something about it that I was singing it over the weekend at church. You know, you know, the season where churches start singing the Christmas songs, right? Obviously, yeah. And, uh, but Oh Oh Holy yeah. Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. And then these next two lines, I never really sat and thought about. They never. I mean, you, you sing these songs by rote these days, right? We don't even think about what the words are anymore. We just sing. We don't even think about it. A weary world rejoices and stuff like that, right? Uh, you know. But yeah. long lay, long lay the world in sin and error pining. And here's here's the line that stuck out to me that I've never really noticed and pondered before. Till he appeared, and the soul felt its worth. Wow. Wow. So he appeared. And the soul felt its worth. It's like something inside of you just jumps, never... you know, kicks. What, what's that? Wow. You're right. I, I, I had never gotten that one either. Well, we're always so ready when, to jump Jesus... to that next line. Yeah. And the soul, the soul, what do you think that means, Gunner? That the soul felt its worth. 
you know, um, God has come, Emmanuel, you know. How does that you know? you? Or, uh, well, to me, it's, you know, um, without Christ and in, 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 in his love and his grace and, and who Christ is in my life, you know, I mean, without Christ, I don't, I don't know that I have worth in my, and it's worth because, you know, God, you know, uh, God sent his only son to die for me, is there any, for my soul. And it says in the Bible, is anything more valuable than that? You know? And so wow. finally some, something has come into this world that is really truly, uh, it, it, that my soul has felt its worth. I don't think we ever really think about that line because we're already getting ready to jump into the next line, which is a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. You know, yeah, but yeah, you know, but we can't we can't get to that line unless we reconcile in our hearts the line of till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. I mean, without Christ in my life, I can tell you, John, and what Christ has done in my heart again and again and again is as that with Christ, uh, you know, he died for me. Is there anything more valuable than that? He gave me life. Wow. He died for me. He sent wow. his son for me. You know, I'm worth That's it. Beautiful, and you know, yeah, and, and you know what that what that also says, Gunner, is that because uh, Christ came and died for us, and mm-hmm. that gives us worth, we are yeah. able to love ourselves. And that's what Absolutely. You know, that love your neighbor as you love yourself. And, you know, a lot of people don't love themselves. That's and, right. And there's, there's, and that, and how can you love anybody else if, if you can't love yourself? And, yeah. and, and, but loving yourself is not just you loving you. It comes yeah. out of that relationship with God and realizing mm-hmm. that, that, that God loves you and God died for you and that that is what gives you value and worth yeah. in his eyes and and in your eyes too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Absolutely. a huge thing. Yeah, it's it's true north, you know. And I mean a lot of times people will say, you know, um, boy when, when my child was born it brought it brought, you know, purpose or worth and all of that and and absolutely, the things that we say in our humanness, but you know uh, that this is you know this is God, Emmanuel, God with us. He came, you know, and he's and he's in our hearts and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, there really is something there that we can love ourselves because we are we have worth, and um, that's that is something definitely to chew on. And I hope um, that yeah. we just, you know that this will permeate over the next few weeks as we really kind of you know, consider this. Um, because the next line is a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, you know, and there's so many of us are in the trenches. We don't feel like we have worth. We've been abandoned. We've been all of these things, you know, and, and yet we are weary, you know, and, um, and that Christ is a thrill of hope. Uh, the soul felt its worth for yonder breaks a new glorious morn. Yeah. You know, Gunnar, right I don't think, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, I I don't think that, I think I'm really glad you pointed this out because I don't think that's a concept that is talked about very much, even in in, in Christian circles. 
No. About no, not at work. all. And why is that, John? Why do you think the that work. is? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I got to tell you, you know, I'm sitting there at church on, on uh, you know, on, on Sunday, and we start singing that song. And I'm, I'm not kidding. I mean, that line jumped out at me, and I thought to myself, "I sang. We've all sang this song a thousand times. I've never noticed it. I never yeah. noticed it. And maybe I wonder know, if I it's, need to, yeah. You know, sometimes I think we're you know one of the biggest uh, barriers I think to for Christians uh, when it comes to truly experiencing Christ and and growth in the Holy Spirit is uh, is legalism. We and yeah. we always get into legalism, and but legalism yep. puts you down, and legalism makes you feel guilty, yep. and, and 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 it makes you try to measure up, and you don't measure up, and so yeah. you got people, you know, Christians are going around beating themselves up. I mean, I That's I right. did it. For a long oh, time. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and then absolutely. come along and say, you know, well, when Christ died, his soul felt its worth, and and I'm not even getting to that because I'm too busy beating myself up. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. yeah. We might as well be salvation, salvation by works all over again, you know, and the grace of God. And, and uh, you know, we'll beat ourselves up because we're not good enough for this and the world. You know, we, we've looked to everything else to give us worth, a sense of worth, but the very one that came and died for us and rose again. And, um, you know, that's the question. I think it's, it's, it really asks, it really uh, forces us to really almost do a self-inventory. You know, what keeps yeah. me from feeling, you know, um, worth, you know? Because when I'm walking around beating myself up, guess what? I'm, I'm, I'm weary. You know, a thrill of hope, a weary <laughs> yeah. world rejoices, right? And, um, and yeah. so, you know, I, I think it's a good opportunity for us um, in this season to be able to ask that question, you know. If Jesus truly is the reason for the season, then what's your heart telling you? Yeah, we need to have our heart telling us how much he loves us. And uh, yeah. and and he and that's why he came. When you see the baby, when you see the nativity, that's that's for you and for me. Uh, that's right. That's what it was for. And 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 we just got to, you know, we just have to rest and receive it, and not not fight it, not try to earn it, not try to, you know, dress it up or do anything, just bask in it, in, in God's grace. That's all you can do is receive it, especially when you find out what a jerk you are, you know, yeah. and, and, and yet, but in, you know, that's in our sin, but in, in God's love, he is saying, he's telling us that, that we are, we're, we're worth dying for. Absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> well, I, I think I think. Well, I mean, you're absolutely right, and it's it's right there. And I mean, it's what if Jesus wasn't born? You know, it, it does ask these other questions, like you said, and, and that, you know, um, not only 
um, you know, why do we, what keeps us from accepting that, that worth, you know, that, you know, that our soul feels it's worth, what keeps us from that? And then the question, the next question then is to, to continue on the song is, why are we so doggone weary? I mean, we have Jesus in our lives mm-hmm. who died and rose yeah. again for us, the hope of the world, God with us, you know, and why are we so weary? And then, you know, life happens and there's sin in the world and there's all of that, but then we tend to just kind of camp out in that place, you know, and yeah. and it's just, it's, yeah. there's something there's something to this song, but I'll tell you what, it just makes me feel uh, even more blessed and grateful and thankful that Jesus was born. Yeah. Yeah, it's just we got to remind ourselves. We just we forget, and 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 we get looking at stuff from a human perspective, and pretty soon we are living as if he hadn't been born, because it's, yeah. we're we're forgetting what it means, and, uh, and that's we're, and that's, we're forgetting that's how much he loved. And and that's all too prevalent, John. I mean, how many times? I mean, when you you know think about this, you did an amazing series on the New Covenant a couple of years ago, and and that's been uh, a core part of uh, what you have taught for almost the entire time yeah. of your ministry. How would I mean? Could you imagine? You know um, what would be different? I mean. There would be no. Yeah, there there would be. And yet, there would be no would new be no. covenant. No, and yeah. yet we live like this. We every day we talk to people. We get like this. We get in places where we're living in such a way that Jesus may may as well not have been born, because like we said earlier in the yeah. show, in, the, in the program, we're living. We're enslaved to the law still, and we're living like you know we're 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 we're, we're, we're talking. We're trying to say all the right things, but our actions are saying, our, uh, our words are maybe saying New Testament, but our actions are saying Old Testament. Yes, yes. Well, you know, religion, relationship, you know, they're going to be. Yep, yep. Anyway. Well, I think I think that pretty much sums it up, and we're going to have to sum <laughs> it up because our time's up, Gunner. But yeah. really, like you started out, you said if Jesus hadn't been born we would yeah. we would probably be in some religion. Yeah. But because Jesus was born, we're in a relationship. And that's Absolutely. I think that says it. That says it all, don't you think? That's right. And you know, does the soul feel its worth? You know, and this Conrad I hope Fantastic. John, my hope for you as you're writing over the next few weeks on this that um that the expectation for even our conversation tonight is not that we land the plane on this huge question, but that we begin to explore and begin to ponder and consider over the next few weeks with different interviews that you'll do and stuff to write it, this very question that this is just the beginning of the conversation. Fantastic. Yeah. There's a lot here. Yeah. Absolutely. So we, and I think we've got a fantastic... Point. You know, yeah. That's the way... Yeah. That's the way the movie works, you know, and that's the way we want this to work, too. I mean, you, you find out what you have uh, when you don't have, when you think about not having it. And, uh, yeah. uh, and, and then you see it 
you see it so much deeper and clearer. So uh, that's what I hope we're, that's what we're doing. And and hopefully people are listening to this. uh, Yeah. And and I think if I would say, John, if people are listening to this uh, tonight and, um, or reading the, the, the guys that they send John, you know, what would your life be like if Jesus had never been born? What would yeah. your life, you know, is there a story? Is there something that you could just, you, you immediately go there, share that story. I know that the cats would love to see that and read that because we're all in this together. We're growing together. Yeah. It's better together. And, uh, and I think next week we're working on a pretty, um, a pretty uh, special guest as well to keep this dialogue going. Yeah, we will. We'll keep it going. That's for sure. Excellent. Well, Gunnar, thanks Excellent. for taking some time to be with us tonight. I appreciate it. My pleasure. And uh, thanks for bringing those things to the table. They were, they were great. Both the, the article, the, and uh, I'm I'm going to really sit on that soul that soul worth there. I love that soul felt its worth. Um, yep. 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 Okay. Well, have a good one. <laughs> you too, John. Go Angels. <laughs> I mean, Clarence, I mean, we'll talk to whatever. You. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Blessings. <laughs> Take care. All right. God bless. So good. So good. Hey, well, an early Merry Christmas, everybody. Think about it. Go, Delta.